For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Amanda Schaefer. She is a podcast host of A Cup of Gratitude, which you're going to hear all about. She's an author, speaker, mother, daughter, mentor, a friend. She's a storyteller and an encourager. She loves to create, and everywhere that she goes, she carries with her the goodness of looking through a lens of gratitude. Amanda shares that gratitude with others through the talents that she's been given. She believes that following your purpose will not only be the most exciting and wonderful way to live your life, but that it will also be the way that you can change the world. Amanda believes that her purpose is to make the world a better place by changing her perspective and sharing the goodness that she sees that's all around us even in the midst of difficulty. It's more than looking at the bright side. It's seeing that good that's always been there one intentional moment at a time. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Amanda. Hi, thanks for having me. Absolutely. I'm I'm thankful. I'm grateful for the connection of our mutual friend, uh, fellow author, uh, Tracy Crump, and she suggested you, and I, and I looked at your website. You're doing some amazing things. Your podcast um, is so encouraging. I've listened to uh, some of your podcasts, but we're going to get into that. But where do you live? Um, where are you right now, and what do you like about your location? Oh, I live in a suburb of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's called Bluebell. Uh, I live in a farmhouse that was built in the 1600s. Wow. And I like that it feels like the country is very quiet with lots of wildlife, but I can get into my car and go to a big city in less than an hour. Oh, I love that. You know, we live on a farm. And we have some cows and we've got some wild turkey and we have some deer that come up real close to the house. I just love it. I mean, there's just nothing like it. Now, you've written several books. So why don't you tell us about those, what they're about? Well, pretty much everything I write is always about sharing God through the everyday moments Mm -hmm. of my own. I tend to call them modern-day parables. Um, And when we share the places that God has shown up miraculously in the commonplace parts of our lives, I think it helps others look around and believe that they can see God that way, too. Mm -hmm. I like to connect with people by being vulnerable about my struggles and traumas. So everything I write, I'm I'm willing to share. And I found that that brings down the walls and allows the reader to unpack their own struggles. And in sharing how God has worked in my circumstances, I can help guide the reader to consider how that same good God is working in theirs and remind them to stop and reflect long enough to see that he is indeed there and so that they can be encouraged. 
Oh, that's good. Everyone needs that. And everyone needs that transparency to know that, you know, we do go through, people do go through certain things and um, to share that so they can relate to that as well. That's, that's wonderful. Okay. L- let's say that there's someone out there listening and they're like, well, I've, you know, I've got a story to write. I'm thinking about it and I've been jotting down some things. So, um, what advice would you give to them? Someone that's first starting out, where do they even begin? Uh, I would start with the famous quote that writers write. Um, and I would say that a Book might seem overwhelming when you think of all that goes into it, but to begin small, write a little every day and keep going, be consistent and don't overanalyze what you're writing. Get the essence of your thoughts down. And before you know it, you have a book. All you need to do at that point is edit. Um, but I would also say, uh, especially if you're a Christian writer, that you need to be sure that you're sharing what God's asking you to share, not maybe what you think would sell the most or be most popular. Um, typically, God wants us to share our broken places, not our shiny new ideas. Um, and after all, at least being a Christian, I feel like every time I speak or share any kind of story, I am sharing God's story. And that's really what I'm after. Oh, that's good. So start small, write something each day, share what God wants you to share. And it seems simple enough, but I think we complicate it sometimes, <laughs> you know. So, yeah. our, our mutual friend said that when she first thought about writing a book, it seemed and crazy to her but when she thought about putting the little devotions together and that being a book that made more sense so same kind of concept you know do one thing at a time that's good so be patient do one yep. thing at a time one step at a time one day at a time that's great advice so as a speaker have you always enjoyed public speaking well when i was young i loved to make up plays i did performances for anybody i could get to watch Um, But in my teens, all the way through to about my 30s, I was a little anxious. I was shy, introverted. Uh, But then after I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior in my 30s, suddenly I was that gregarious child again. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel nervous at all. If I know I'm sharing about God, I will get up anywhere, anytime and and, and talk. Okay. (laughs) What do you you enjoy most about it, about speaking to a group? There is this feeling that you get when you look out and connect with the audience, no matter what the size is, mm-hmm. that I really can't describe other than feeling the most myself that I can be. Uh, the smiles and the head nods of agreement when you're bearing your heart is this affirmation, it feels like, that God is working in my life and that even the bad things that happen to me, they have value because mm-hmm. he i worked everything to good and I don't feel shame and I can be a hundred percent myself and be accepted. That's good. Ha- have you ever had an audience, Amanda, where you weren't real sure maybe you're talking about <laughs> something and you look out and they're just like staring back at you. Has that ever happened to you? It has. And honestly, I felt like that was the time where God gave me the nudge. I told you what to say. <laughs> say it. And I did. And I found out later that that stoic look was people really thinking about what I said. And God was really working at hearts. And that's what why they were quiet. That's good. Um, 
you know, I've been speaking before and I think it depends on the topic. I love sharing my story and my heart story, but sometimes when, when the Lord has me speaking about something different, of course, it all goes back to the heart. Maybe it's a serious, real serious topic. Sometimes mm-hmm. I get that, that scare and it makes me a little anxious. <laughs> like, Oh yeah. no, what am I supposed to do now? And it, it may be about a very serious topic. And so, um, you know, I, I want people to know out there that speakers don't have an easy time, you know, at it. And in really listening to the Lord is important. Like you said, just share what God wants you to share. Uh, sometimes those harder topics, you know, they're challenging to share, um, when God asks you to share. Yeah. Okay. Every single prophet in the Bible, and God gave them these crazy things to go do and say, and, you know, they listened to God and, and it was because we're sharing him and we're, we're giving him glory and we're reminding people about who he is. Absolutely. So be yourself, be obedient to the Lord. So as far as the topics that you speak on, I know you share about what, and we're going to get into this as well um, in this next segment about your life and, and what's going on and what has gone on. But what are some topics that you enjoy speaking about? Well, I believe that we've all experienced brokenness of some kind. So I love to share about mine so that I can share how God came in and healed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, gratitude for the grace that I've received from God and that that's what I feel is our only proper response to grace. I love mm-hmm. to talk about um, no more shame expressing that God offers this unconditional love and basically whatever way God gives me to relate, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. But my favorite talk ever was this one time I didn't know how to share. And I felt God remind me that my story was very much like the story of the woman at the well. I mean, eerily so. And God showed me a way to share my entire testimony based on the beautiful ways that Jesus interacted with her and worked in her life and how she showed up a woman avoiding all the other women of the village. You know, she got her water and <laughs> yeah. the hot sun because she didn't want to deal with what they had to say or their looks. But she ended up running back after encountering Jesus to tell everyone about him. So she went from hiding to evangelizing. And that's pretty incredible. I love that story, by the way. And I can really relate to that as well. We're going to take a real quick break here, okay? We'll be right back with more Shape by Faith. Everyone stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. My guest is Amanda Schaefer. She's a podcast host of A Cup of Gratitude, author, speaker, mother, daughter, mentor, friend, and a storyteller, and an encourager, and so much more. Um, Amanda, why, why did you put your book signing engagements and your speaking on hold the past few years? Well, it's an interesting story. So I felt God during my prayer time and journaling time in the mornings asking me to go and help my parents to go and live with my parents who are now 88 and 92. 
and this was two years ago, and it was right before the pandemic. So my son, who was living with me, and I ended up moving, uh, leaving my home behind. And pretty much as soon as we moved, the shutdowns began all over our state. Wow. And in the beginning, other people were still doing some in-person things, but you know, this was before we had vaccinations. So in order to keep my parents safe, I canceled everything. Scott said, go take care of your parents. And that was definitely what he had for me, uh, first and foremost. So my life changed in what seemed like an instant. I went from always sharing about God, being in big crowds, to being cut off and not even being able to go to my own church in person. And so it was a really crazy time for me. Um, and I felt like God said it was more important right now for you to take care of your parents. And in honoring them, you'll honor me. Mm-hmm. That's total obedience, Amanda. Um, that is, and, and God has honored you and we're going to, we're going to hear about that. So you host a podcast called A Cup of Gratitude. So why did you start this podcast and why did you choose gratitude? Well, it's funny. I, I had never even listened to a podcast before I started. Had my, you not? Never once. I knew they existed. Nope, mm-hmm. never. So all of that time of, of being, feeling cut off and not sharing the gospel and not feeling like I was doing the things I had been doing for God, it made me feel really isolated and not myself at all. And this one day, I literally cried out to, to God. I said, I just don't feel right. I want to share about you. And in that interaction with him, I felt that he said to me something. Something really simple. He said, Amanda, there's a lot of ways to tell a story. And I began realizing that writing and speaking in person, they weren't the only ways to share. And during the pandemic, I noticed a lot of people were turning to the Internet. Mm-hmm. And before I knew it, I was buying a microphone and converting an old closet into a podcast booth, <laughs> you know, and towels. Oh, my gosh. Um, and that was a, about a year and a half ago. And I've been going, putting one out every week since. And it shows gratitude. I call it a cup of gratitude. My tagline is, you know, some people say your your cup is half empty. Some say it's half full, but I'm asking you what's in your cup. And that just a drop of gratitude will really change your life more than just about anything else. So um, I learned that choosing gratitude could change your life and that it was a choice that's even a discipline. And the result was being able to be positive during negative circumstances because I started choosing gratitude during one of the most difficult times in my life. And I thought at that time, with all that was going on in the world, that's what people needed to think about. Can you give us some examples? Let's just let's just put out some examples there to choose gratitude. Um, someone's just having an awful day. You know, things are looking gloom and doom. What are some ways they can choose gratitude? Like, what would they do? What What would you suggest to them? Sure. I definitely can give you some. So I say, again, keep it simple, start small. Mm-hmm. God actually created our brains to form something called a neural network. When we repeatedly choose something, whether it's good or bad. So choose good over and over again. You'll become expectant for more good. Conversely, choose bitterness or negative negative thoughts, and that's what you will begin to see and experience. So I like to start by engaging my senses. I look around and I find two things I can see, hear, touch, smell that are good. 
like for example, a beautiful sunset, birds chirping, the softness of my puppy's fur, my favorite meal in the oven, that beautiful smell. Uh, I also highly encourage people to journal. Write down the good things you see every day. And if you're having a particularly difficult time, going back and looking at those things that gave you gratitude will help you to remember. And I, I think it activates immediately that neural network of gratitude again, and you'll be able to get back into the swing of seeing good again. But my favorite one is I have found, and maybe it's only me, I wake up grumpy. I wake up and I think, oh, <laughs> I have to walk the dog. I have to go pull weeds, whatever the case is. And I don't say it out of my mouth, but it's in my brain. And I found that what I need to do is I stop myself. And before my feet even hit the ground, I think of at least three things I'm grateful for. And then I go get my coffee, which makes me more grateful. <laughs> I already fired up the neural network, which will help me continue to be grateful. So those are really easy things for anyone to do. No, that's good. And, you know, and, and I think about as, as you're saying that before you get out of bed, I know I don't want to wake up that early, but, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, goodness, can I sleep a little bit longer? But just knowing that, you know, it may sound so simplistic, like I woke up, I, I have a day uh, to please God and my coffee's waiting for me, you know, yep. just, just simple things like that. That is so true. I teach, um, faith-based fitness classes, um, Amanda. And so I always try and do that in my classes. Like we're here together. We can pray together. We can move together. We can modify together. Just whatever, whatever it is. Um, how would you say we can be, and, and I know you gave us great, thank you for those examples. How can we be more intentional as we go about our daily lives? Because I think, you know, when you mentioned things were shut down, um, people were isolated. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I think that changed some people because maybe they focused in on that. Um, but I still see that out there in people's faces, you know, that like they're kind of downcast. So how can we be more intentional? How can we get out of that slump? Well, again, it is something that is a choice. God says, I said before you, a blessing or a curse. Mm-hmm. And you have to make the choice. You might be in a really difficult situation, something traumatic, something unfair, whatever the case may be, just even the pandemic, right, had gave us slews of things that were difficult to deal with. But when when you stop and you're intentional and you give yourself that kind of be still and know I'm God, that moment mm-hmm. where of just being in the midst of everything, you stop and process. You look beyond exactly what you're feeling or whatever you're dealing with. And that's when you begin to see the bigger picture. And it's the big picture, God's character and God's goodness that can pull us up out of any kind of pit like that. That's good. You know, you're, you're doing what God has called you to do. I love that God spoke to you about sharing your story through podcast. Yeah. You converted that closet and you took action. I mean, you just didn't wait around. You cried out to him. That is, that is such a great example of what we should do. And I know when we're doing what God has called us to do, sometimes there's a little resistance there. And I don't yep. want to give the enemy any credit. Okay. But I'm saying sometimes, you know, he doesn't like when we do what God's calling us to do. So how do you handle if you've had any type of resistance um, because of you starting your podcast? 
Oh, I've had a lot. And honestly, um, it was from places that I could not have predicted. But you know what? Because I get up every single morning and I spend time, quality time with God, I get up early to spend time in the Word, to pray, to worship, to listen, to tell Him what I'm going through and what I need, and to have Him show me where He can come in and provide it. And because I do that, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The, that promise doesn't say no weapon's going to be formed against you. It doesn't say nothing's going to be shot at you. It doesn't say nothing's going to hit you. It says it will not prosper. That's good. That is good. I said that today in my fitness class. <laughs> that is good. And, yeah. and, and just speaking the word of the Lord. Just, yeah. it's, it's just speaking the word. That is so good. Okay. Let's take another quick break right here and we'll be back with more Shape by Faith and Amanda Schaefer in just a second. Hold on, everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. So Amanda Schaefer is my guest, and we're talking about her podcast, A Cup of Gratitude. I love everything you've said, Amanda, about how to choose gratitude, how to choose good over and over again. And it, like you said, it's a choice and it's a discipline. Um, I want to ask you, how would you encourage someone if they didn't know what their purpose in life is? Well, that's a great question. I would ask them, First, what are they passionate about? And then to consider the places where they've grown and persevered through struggle to victory. And how they could share those places, those little bits of wisdom, those nuggets, or those encouragements with other people who are currently struggling. I mean, not everyone is going to write or speak. I mean, some will share one-on-one in their job. Some will mentor and disciple the next generation. Some people will paint and write songs. Some will be in positions that help people heal or advocate for others. But purpose is where your passion meets your problem. And whatever you've been through or are currently going through, and, and let me put a pin there, it's super important if you're currently going through something to share then and be vulnerable, that you have found a way to hope and you found the lesson or the gift in the midst of these horrible situations. And that, I believe, is where you'll find your purpose. You have particular talents you've been given using those talents, whether you're a people person, a teacher, an encourager, whatever you are, using those God-given talents to connect with other people and affect their lives with positivity by showing them the goodness of God using all those things, that is your purpose. That's so good. Amanda, how can a person be completely vulnerable and open and honest? Is that okay? Let's just say you're public speaking and you know that you know God wants you to speak about something, but maybe other people don't know this about you. You know, like, I don't want people to know that. Is that something we should be sharing? Well, I think you should always talk to God first. Mm-hmm. Is certain audiences are not going to be good to share everything. Yes. Uh, but I think wisdom 
that wisdom aside, what I would say is if God's asking you to share something, okay, because he'll be particular, then you are okay to share it. And as I said, when I described how I felt when I speak, it's also how I feel when I'm doing the podcast or when I'm writing. When I'm able to unpack that stuff and look back and see, you know, I have all these Ebenezer stones all along the way, places where I remember the goodness of God in these horrible places. He's always the one that's raising our chin up and saying, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm your strong tower. I'm the one who loves you. Look at me. And if we can do that, we can talk about anything. And chances are he's having us share because somebody else is struggling. And just if it's one person, even just one person, one heart that he's trying to reach and and trying to give hope to, that's enough. That's so good. What have you learned from starting your own podcast? (laughs) A lot of things. (laughs) Um, a loaded question. Oh, thanks. But I think the most important thing that I learned is to listen well. That's good. To honor others by really leaning in and hearing what they have to say. You know, not listening just to get my chance to speak, but listening that I might truly hear and see the goodness of God in their story. And most of the time when you do that, people are pleasantly surprised by your having them remember that they are encouraged by their own story. That's good. What kind of feedback have you received so far? I have been pleasantly surprised because when you do anything new, you know, you got to be honest, it's nerve wracking. Yes. I knew what he was doing, but I had no idea. Um, But I've received awesome feedback, lots of great reviews. Um, I've had conversations with people that ended up resulting and really great God moments, for sure. And a lot of people who have contacted me, I've gone and said, hey, do you want to share your story? And they've been on the podcast. Oh, that's good. So it's a win-win. Yeah, yeah. So what do your guests talk about? Like you have special guests, of course, on your podcast. What do they talk about? What are some of the topics? Oh, my gosh, everything. <laughs> what? There, there really is no, everybody has a story. And every guest is special, whether they're really famous or whether they don't even have social media. My platform is so I can share every story that I can because every story has power and purpose. And God said in Revelation that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I remember thinking as a writer, why are they parallel? Shouldn't the blood of the lamb be way up here and and the word of our testimony be way down there? And he said, Amanda, Some people will never go to church and they will not read a Bible, but they will listen to your story. And I will pour the blood of the lamb through the word of your testimony. And that's what he does every time somebody shares their story. Oh, that's good. So where can people hear your podcast? On any podcast platform. Um, It is available on on all of the podcast platforms that are out there. Or I also have a website, a cup of gratitude dot work. And you can go there and listen as well. Okay. What's next for you, Amanda? Uh, as if you're not doing enough right now. <laughs> what do you think I am is next? A, I am a multitasker. Um, mm-hmm. My parents are doing this. They're both really a full-time job. But um, I'm beginning to work on another book project. I had kind of stopped everything because the time it takes to edit is 
it was really, I didn't have it, but um working on a book project and that's exciting. And I've been doing a lot of video type things because my podcast is audio only. And I saw God saying, Hey, I want you to put out some short nuggets that are also video and try and reach some other people. So I've been fooling around with reels and short video devotionals on a YouTube channel and trying to do that and see where that goes. That's so good. It's been so lovely speaking with you. And I just want to thank you for coming on Shape by Faith. Oh, it's been an honor. Thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And thank you for listening. I'm Teresa Rowe. Everyone have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit ShapeByFaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the Cabinet Doors and Moore Studio, this. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.